RadioInfluence.com. This is Beyond the Badge on Radio Influence. A look inside the biggest and most controversial news stories you need to know now. One of the country's most relied upon law enforcement analysts, Vincent Hill. Hey, good evening and welcome to Beyond the Badge. I am your host, Vincent Hill. So that means it's Tuesday and that means we're back on the air, back talking about the real, the raw, the straight up in your face of policing. I give it to you the way you like it. I give it to you the way you want it. No BS, no chaser, just straight down the middle. You know, I don't pull any punches on this show and I always want to make that public service announcement for those that have never heard the show that may be a little sensitive this is probably not the show for you to listen to you're probably gonna get offended by some things I say throughout the show for the next 30 minutes or so it could happen but before I talk about tonight's cases I wanna Go ahead and make this announcement that I did graduate broadcasting school this past Thursday. It was very, very rewarding. And I have four hours, three nights a week, back to myself. It's been a long time where I've had all this time on my hands. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? But it was very rewarding. Uh, The class actually voted me most likely to succeed. I greatly appreciate that. Obviously, they saw something in me that maybe I didn't even see in myself. You know, people always would still ask, Vince, you're always on TV, you're always on the radio, why did you take broadcasting school? But I look at it as a small investment in myself. And the best person to always invest in is yourself, other than your kids, of course, if you have children, because you have to invest in your children's future. But I saw it as a small investment. It made me a much better broadcaster than I was and there was a lot of things the instructor pointed out that I didn't realize I wasn't doing but he was able to bring that out of me and obviously again the class saw something in me to vote me most likely to succeed and I appreciate them for that I thank them for that we built a very strong bond that I think will last for years and years to come whichever way we go in this broadcasting game now let's get down to the real and the raw A few weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, I talked about these three teens, these three black female teens that were killed down in Florida after they stole a car, ran from police, crashed the car into the pond, drowned in said pond, and the family is in an uproar, the community down there is in an uproar, and now one of the mothers is suing the police department, and she has an attorney, and she's part of this organization which I actually had to do research on and actually was scratching my head when I read about it. It's this organization, and I'm probably saying the name wrong, but it's the International People's Democratic Uhara, U-H-U-R-U movement. And I had to do research on it, like, what the heck is that? I've never heard of them, don't know what they are, but apparently... It's an organization that focuses on oppression of African people and they're asking for reparations 
from America, I assume. And I assume the reparations are for the slavery that black people went through. And this organization is very popular down in South Florida. Again, I had to do research on it. But the interesting part is that I think some of the members and some of the founding members are actually white Americans who are demanding justice and reparations for injustice done against the black community. So I just find that a little strange, a little odd. I thought Spike Lee had done a movie about reparations like 20 years ago, uh, but apparently it's still out there. You know, that I think that's a dead horse at this point. I mean, I don't know what reparations people are wanting to get in this day and age, especially considering we've had a black president for two terms. We have black people in power. We have black people well off. We have black people that are doing positive things. So I think the whole point of reparations is kind of a dead horse and doesn't really serve any purpose other than to divide and conquer. And just think about this. If there was a white organization asking for certain things and demanding certain things, and they would be considered racist right off the bat. So anyway, so one of the mothers, Yakisha Clemens, she's the mother of uh, one of the girls in the car, the 16-year-old uh, Dominique Battle, is suing the police department down there for murder and her attorney made a statement and the statement says this we believe these girls were murdered he says these three girls would have been alive today if deputies followed their own protocols around these police chases now keep in mind this is an attorney who doesn't live in florida by the way that's usually how it works people come in from other states when they think they can get this big case for these black families, it happens all the time. I believe he's from Maryland or somewhere out of state. He's definitely not from Florida. But that's what happens. These attorneys come in from out of state. Oh, a black person got killed by police. I can go make a lot of money and get my name out there. And I'm not going to tell them this, but I'm going to let them down, set them up for failure. So this is an attorney, this is an attorney saying the word murder. Well, maybe that attorney doesn't know what that word means. So let me read the definition for you. Now, every law dictionary that I've ever seen and even Google says murder is the unlawful premeditated killing of one human human being by another. Let me say that again. The unlawful premeditated killing of one human being by another so these three girls steal a car they run from police police by law are allowed to chase a fleeing suspect the girls drive the car into the pond there was nothing premeditated about those officers actions to be able to warrant a murder conviction let alone an indictment or a charge the premeditated killing so that means at some point to prove premeditation you would have to prove that this officer who started that pursuit 
had it out for these three young girls. He was looking for them that night. He was determined he was going to chase them. He was going to get them out of the car and shoot them. He was going to do something where they were going to die that night. You can't prove that. So therefore, you can't expect a grand jury to come back with an indictment of murder, first degree murder, second degree murder, third degree, whatever. You cannot expect a jury to come back, a grand jury to come back and indict these officers for that. This is why I say the family is going to be set up for failure. Their expectations are high, mountaintop high. But the realization is not even a hill, not even a curb. There is no murder. But I want to play a little bit of, well, I'll play the full audio of what the mother said. And part of it, you have to excuse me, I laughed at it. And it's kind of disturbing the fact that she just ignores everything her daughter has done, did that night, and downplayed it. And I believe the girl's grandmother is there too, and she makes a little comment. But I want to play it for you. It's about five minutes, but I want you to listen to what goes on in this. And then when we come back, I'll conclude on this, and then I will talk about what murder really is and why there is an officer being charged with it right now and why I support that charge, because it was murder. But let me play this audio. First off, I would like to say that, yes, my daughter has stolen cars in the past, but she paid for that. She did time if she had to do time. There is no long fight that she was charged with any felonies or anything because she wasn't, and she has never been. Second off, all three of those girls were best friends. They all hung out together. They all took care of each other. So what y'all question why they was in the car together? Because they're friends. That's what friends do. They hang out with each other. That car was not stolen. They did not steal that car. That guy picked them up, a 36-year-old, 15, 16-year-old children. First of all, that's a child molester to me because you have no right picking up children that young if you don't have anything else to do with them about going to get a TV. What do they need with a TV at that young age? It's not right. The stories are not right. The stuff that the news people and everybody else report is not right, and they not the facts are not right. And I'm as a mother is going to get down to the bottom of this, regardless of what it takes, because I don't like how y'all are slandering my daughter's name and making her look like she's such a known criminal when she's not such a known criminal. How many cars did she steal? So at this point, it doesn't matter how many cars she stole. It matter how much that she didn't do, what she didn't do, and that she did not steal that car. So we're not slandering someone if we're telling the truth. So you're not telling. Still. So you're not telling the truth. So hold what on, you? Hold on. Hold on. So I think that kind of going after mom is a little improper. What we're doing right now is we're still having an ongoing investigation as about what is going on, what actually occurred, what happened. Just because Dominique, she may have had a, a little bit more of a criminal history, does not still, as Mr. Anderson and I have talked about, does not, if you steal a vehicle in the state of Florida, you don't get the death penalty. And essentially, this is what happened. These girls died. And there are strong, there's a strong belief that that car actually was not stolen. And there's a good faith basis to believe that the car was not stolen. And 
without going into everything regarding the um, regarding you know the things that we're still investigating that that's kind of where we're at and once again we invite you to talk to talk to law enforcement to go go ahead and go to the scene at this time we're gonna wrap for questions all right we're gonna wrap for questions what's your first name Yashika Y-A-S-H-I-C-A and they had mentioned that they wanted information. Clemens, C-L-E-M-M-O-N-S. Come and bring it to them. C-L-E-M-M-O-N-S. Something you're going to bring to them. Y-A-S-H-I-V-A. At this point, we invite them to give us a call. We've invited them to have conversation with us. So at this point, you know, our door is open, and, you know, as their door is open, but we have made our attempts to speak with them. So you have attempted to bring to their attention? Correct. Is it Yashika? Correct. Yashika. And I have a question. Yeah, I have a question. How can you steal a car? If you leave your keys, leave this car running, that is not stealing. Well, if the owner didn't give him permission, it is stealing. But he had him in the car. He had they drove off without saying, hey, can we take your car? He was. He claimed he was in the store. You don't think so? I don't think so. Because the store that he claimed, he went in to get a TV. Don't sell television. So, ma'am, it's your belief that you let them have the car? Come on, a 36-year-old man, if you're going to own up to that you got these, you know, 15 and 16-year-old girl in your car, would you own up to it? If you didn't have other, you know, other, you know, criteria, would you own up to it? So should they be looking into this man, though? Yes. yes. We want, that's what we want. And I'm not here just to get justice for my daughter. I'm here to get justice just for all, all three girls. girls. Because I know all three of them personally. And y'all not going to sit here and slander their names. When was the last time you saw Dominique? I, I saw all three of them that night. They were at my house that and I night. I seen them the day before. And they used to come over to my house to eat dinner. And all of them was like very, I mean, when I say polite, mm -hmm. they were very polite. Why were they out that night? How, how come they end up Why do teenagers do what they do? All right, guys. Thank you all. We're going to close. I just want to applaud Miss um, Dominique's mom for coming. Now, after hearing that, I would say I'm at a loss for words, but I would be lying. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard from a mother. Oh, yeah, she stole cars in the past. But that don't make her a bad person. Y'all are slandering her. You even heard the reporter say, how is it slander if we're telling the truth? You're not telling the truth. She don't have any felonies. Well, last I checked, stealing a car is a felony. Now, whether she was convicted of those felonies, it's a different story. But the last I checked, stealing a car was a felony. So then she says, in response to someone saying, why were they together that night? As in, why were they together that night? involved in their criminal activity well they're friends they hang out together that's why they were in the car together well I've been friends growing up with people that are now in jail and prison and dead because of gang violence but I didn't hang out with them because I knew the type of lifestyle they had so your response is well they were friends so, of course, they're going to hang out in the stolen car. But here it is. Now, 
the attorney, who's not even the attorney at this point for the, the family, is saying, well, we have it on good faith that the car wasn't stolen. Well, let's play devil's advocate for one second, because I don't believe it, but let's play it for one second. The car wasn't stolen. Okay, great. But the police had information that the car was stolen. It was reported stolen. But let's just say the report wasn't ever made and it wasn't reported stolen. They refused to stop. They got in a pursuit. When people run from the police, police want to know why they're running. So what do you think they're going to do? Hmm. They're going to chase. Unless the conditions get so dangerous, road conditions as in heavy traffic, pedestrians, rain, snow, they're probably going to continue to chase, especially at four in the morning when there's hardly any cars out. I'm sure there are probably two or three cars out. One was the stolen Honda. I'm sorry, it may not be stolen. The others were the police cars. They're going to chase. So even if the car wasn't stolen, they ran. But let's get to the, the grandmother, or whoever the older lady was. How are you going to say they stole the car if you leave the keys in it? Well, I agree with that reporter. Just because they left the keys in it doesn't mean, hey, go ahead and take my car. Just go right ahead. Like, sure, you can have it because I left the keys. So therefore, by law, I'm wheeling the car to you. It doesn't work that way. Even if the guy went out to Walmart to buy a TV, even though the grandmother or whoever the lady says, that store doesn't even sell TVs. Last I checked, they did. Anyway, even if he went in for two seconds, it's still theft. Regardless, it's still theft. They took the car without their permission. So then she wants to flip the script. We need to be looking into this 36-year-old man who picked up the 15-year-old. Well, I already told you what that was about. Those girls used what they had to lure this guy for the intention of getting his car. He thought he was going to have sex with those girls. They tricked him. They pulled a wool over his eyes. What do you need to look into him for? Okay, even if he admits to, yeah, I was going to have sex with them, what can the law do with him? Nothing. Because A, the act never occurred, and B, as tragic as it is to lose a child, all your witnesses are no longer here on this earth. So why are you looking in, wanting to look into this guy whose car it was? What does that have to do with the fact that they ran from police, that they took his car? It has absolutely nothing to do with it. So then... It really gets strange and kind of humorous to me. When's the last time you saw Dominique? I saw her that night. This is what the mom says. I saw her that night. Well, what time was that? Because at 8 o'clock is when the car was stolen from Walmart. So what time did you see your daughter? Or better yet, does it go back to what I said a couple of weeks ago? How I said some parents are actually complacent in their child's criminal activity. So did you see her before 8 o'clock before they stole this car? Or did you see her roll up at your house in a Honda Accord knowing it's not hers and not say, Hey, Dominique, I know you don't have a job 
and I know I didn't go to the car lot today. Where did you get that car? Oh, you stole it? Okay. Well, since you got it, run to the store and get me a six-pack. Hmm. You gotta wonder about this. If you just said on TV that you saw your daughter that night, that either makes you a stupid mother or a bad mother. It's one of the two. One of the two. I'm gonna go with a little bit of both because you knew your daughter stole cars. You even said it, but she doesn't have any felonies. I get it. And if you say you saw her that night, and if you saw her after 8 o'clock, because police still don't know where they were from 8 o'clock until 4.30 in the morning when the pursuit happened, I'm guessing maybe she did go home. And maybe you did see her. So, that makes you a stupid mother and a bad mother. So now you want to charge the police with the murder of your daughter. And then you say something that really had me laughing when I first heard this presser. I knew I don't want justice just for my daughter. I want it for all three because I knew all three of them personally. Well, I would hope you knew your daughter personally. But I don't think you were the best of friends because a true mother, a true best of friend, would have made sure her daughter, who was 16, was inside the house. Just like when the grandmother said, well, why were they out that late? Why do teenage kids do what they do? That is an excuse. Is it? It's a scapegoat. Again, my son is 15. You best believe I know if he's not in this house. You best believe that. Even though his bedroom is close to the front door and mine is on the other side, you best believe I can hear that door open. You best believe I know if he even thinks about stepping out of this house. Well, that's what teenage kids do. No. I didn't do it as a teenager. And like I said, I knew those guys who were out stealing cars, selling drugs, gangbanging. But I didn't choose that life. Or as the kids say, I ain't about that life. Because I knew that's not the path I wanted to go down. So, you want to sue the police. You want to look at this pedophile as you call him and I would agree with one part of that presser he probably is a pedophile because he knew those girls were 15 and 16 and at 36 almost 40 years old you shouldn't be picking those girls up even if you were just going to take them to the store because perception is everything in this world so yeah I agree he was probably a pedophile but outside of his sexual fantasies that is not what led these girls to steal the car. Outside of his sexual fantasies, that is not what made them run from the police. Outside of his sexual fantasies, they didn't run that car into the pond because they were worried about this guy getting some of their good good. No. They ran that car in the pond because they were worried about getting away from the police. Who, again, did not premeditate anything that night. Nothing. When those officers went to roll call that night, they didn't say, hey, guess what? We're going to go get Dominique. We're going to find her in this stolen car. No, 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 no. I assure you they didn't do it. They got a call. The car was reported stolen. 
The girls ran. The police chased. The car went in the pond. It's that simple. It's not murder. It is the unfortunate events of that night. But not the unfortunate events that the officers brought on, but Dominique brought on. So to her mom, Yashika Clemens, and I hope you hear this show, and I really don't care. You're a bad mother and a stupid mother. You're stupid for going on TV and making those dumb statements. Well, yeah, she stole cars, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, they were together because they're friends. That doesn't mean anything. You're slandering her name. I even want to call the attorney who was not even <laughs> representing her stupid. Well, when you steal a car in Florida, you don't get the death penalty, but that's what happened. These girls got a death sentence. No. What happened is those girls ran from the police. The car went in some water. They drowned. The state of Florida did not sentence them to a life sentence. The police did not sentence them to a life sentence. Let's be real and honest about it. They sentenced themselves to a life sentence the minute they ran from police. Because let's take the pond out of the equation. Let's say that police set up spike strips and the tires blew out. And they wrecked the car at 100 miles an hour into a wall. You would probably have the same outcome. Or let's say they're speeding down the street at 100 miles an hour. And they blow through a red light. And at the exact same time, there's a tractor trailer going through. Guess what's going to happen to those girls? They're going to die. Are you going to blame that on the police? Are you? Oh, I know. You'll want to look into the tractor trailer driver because he shouldn't have been out driving at 36 years old when there were 15 and 16 year old girls out on the road in a stolen car. Oh, wait. That's right. You got it on good faith that the car wasn't stolen. So you would find somebody to blame that on other than yourself. And yes, I put a lot of blame on the kids, but I put even more blame on the parents because it's obvious, it's obvious that you did not do your duties, your responsibilities as a parent to say, yeah, I saw him that night. <laughs> you couldn't have seen him that night. Or again, like I said, they came by your house in that stolen car and you were cool with it. You were fine. But let's talk about what murder is when you're dealing with police. Who remembers Charleston and Officer Michael Slager who shot Walter Scott in the back? To me, that's murder. Here's why. Not only did the cell phone video catch it, he lied on his radio transmission. Oh, he got my taser. He went for my taser. So... When you see the cell phone video, you see him shooting Walter Scott in the back. And when I first saw it, I was questioning it. Mm, okay, the law does give certain circumstances where you can shoot a fleeing felon in the back after certain steps are met. When I first saw it, no one knew all the facts. It was just, here's this guy who got shot in the back. Cool. But when you listen to the radio transmission and when the experts blew up the video and you can see Michael Slager drop his taser next to Walter Scott 
and you can see the sergeant lying for this officer, it's clear what that was. It was murder. Should he have been charged with murder as he was? Absolutely. Because what he did was premeditated. And here's the misconception about premeditation that you have to have hours and hours and hours of premeditation. No. He stopped Walter Scott. Walter Scott got out and ran. At that point, the premeditation starts. At that point. Yeah, he fought with the officer. He struggled with the officer. He got away. But, again, the premeditation was there because I believe Michael Slager, I can't call him officer anymore because he's not, I believe Michael Slager had that premeditation in his mind, I'm going to shoot this guy. And it's clear because he fired eight shots while he's running away. That's murder. That's premeditation. That is the unlawful, premeditated killing of one human being by another. And I would think different about it if his story matched. If I would have watched the video and I see Walter Scott holding the officer's taser at that exact moment that the shots fired, I would say, okay, that was justified because say what you want, tasers can be deadly. We all know people have died from them. And in the hands of a bad guy, that is a death sentence to an officer because you get tased, you're incapacitated. Then guess what? Then the bad guy can get your gun. He can mount you and beat you to death. There's a whole lot of stuff that can go wrong with that. So if that was different, I would say, yep, it was justified. But to me, that was murder. It was premeditated. It met all of the criteria of the legal definition of murder. So... That officer, yeah, should have been charged with murder. But these officers down in Florida, if they get charged with murder, I may get on a plane and go talk to the family and tell them, you guys need to wake up. And I'll stop by the grand jury that indicts them for murder. But I don't think that's going to happen because it's clear. Now, these attorneys can argue that, oh, the pit maneuver, because the bumper was hanging off of the car. Well, watch the video really close. There was no pit pit maneuver. You see that car, you see the brake lights, and all of a sudden they just drop like they drop off the face of the earth. So here's a clue. Usually when an object hits water at a high rate of speed, it tends to, like, come apart. Yeah, it's just common physics that if you're driving a car that's mostly fiberglass at a high rate of speed and it splashes into water at a high rate of speed... Some of that car may get moved around, and likely the bumper is probably going to get moved around. Now, they can argue that, oh, they pitted them before they got to the creek. No, they didn't, because guess what? That would be in the radio transmission. That would be in the radio transmission of the pursuit. Uh, I don't recall them saying that in the radio transmission they're was mention of a pit maneuver. And in most departments, if not all, a supervisor has to authorize a pit maneuver. So that argument is out the window. The entire murder theory is out the window. But here we are again, some out-of-state attorney setting them up for failure. But what you really need to be doing 
is having a deep rooted conversation with yourself, Miss Yashika Clemens, and the other two moms, and figuring out how you failed as a mother, and figuring out how you can prevent your other children from going down the same path. And you can go to this organization that's asking for reparations. You can do all of that, but it doesn't change the fact that you failed your child. Just like if something happened to my kids, or if they were out stealing cars, and robbing banks, and gangbanging, and shooting people, there would be something that I had to ask myself. I failed as a parent somewhere down the line. And I wouldn't be going on the news, well, yeah, I know my son shot five people, but he's a good kid. You're trying to slander him. No. Vincent Terrell Hill Jr. would be slandering himself. The media wouldn't be slandering him. He would be slandering himself. But I can honestly say I wouldn't be that parent going on the news. Now, there would be a difference if it was clear cut. Yes, this person killed my son for no reason, unlawfully. There's a different story. But I'm not going to make myself look like the fool. Yeah, I know my daughter stole cars, so what? Yeah, she was with her friends. That's what they're supposed to do. Supposed to hang out. No, they're not supposed to hang out in stolen cars. No. Last I checked, that's not normal behavior for the majority of the teenage kids in that age. Here's the normal behavior. School. Homework. Job. Shower, sleep, repeat, school, homework, job, shower, repeat, five, six nights a week. That's what it should be. That's the average 15-year-old in this society. I'm sorry, that's what it is. And let me tell you how this is going to go for the defense attorneys for these officers. You're talking about a young girl who had a history of stealing cars. The first thing they're going to do is the same thing I did and look up Yashika Clemens' arrest history and see that she was charged with a felony and it had to do with failure to return leased property. I'm assuming a car. That's usually what it is. People rent cars and never take them back. So they're going to say, well... Your daughter got it honest. Or as the old juvenile song said, she get it from a mama. You have a criminal record yourself. And you are trying to defend your daughter's criminal actions by totally ignoring them and blaming the officers. It's not going to work. So, to your lawsuit, I say this. Four words. Good luck to you but come see me in a year when that case falls flat on its face because if I was a defense attorney I would eat your daughter alive no pun intended because again it's tragic that you lost your daughter and I would eat you alive when you got on the stand and wanted to preach to me about 
how good your daughter was because the first thing I would say is she learned from the best and your whole case is gonna go out the window but it gets better because here's what I would do again and if you don't believe me ask Trayvon Martin's family I would go to your Facebook and then I would look at this picture of your daughter with her pants sagging down her butt throwing up a middle finger and she's doing that in several pictures and then I would say your honor this is the type of person we're dealing with she steals cars she's disrespectful she's throwing the middle finger up on Facebook and then do you really think you're gonna have a case a leg to stand on you look at her criminal record you look at what she's doing on Facebook it could be innocent to you but like I tell my children perception is everything the minute you post something on Facebook like that people have already made up their minds about what type of person you are and all I see are pants hanging down her butt I can see her red underwear and she's throwing up the middle finger what do you think a grand jury is gonna look at when they see all of this stuff they're gonna say yep your honor those officers were right to chase her her record says they were right to chase her the type of person she is says they were right to chase her we find no evidence to indict these officers on murder manslaughter or anything else you can drum up the case is going to tank and fall apart at the end of the day Charleston South Carolina Michael Slager murder Pinellas County Sheriff's Department three girls stealing a car running from police not murder I hope that's clear to everybody listening what the difference is a huge difference police doing their job in the line of duty versus someone who probably shouldn't have been on the police department anyway using his gun his authority to try to justify what he did big difference anyway enough about that weak case it's time for roll call this week's officer detective Brad Lancaster Kansas City Police Department end of watch May 9th 2016 he was shot and killed he was helping patrol uniformed officers investigate a suspicious person that person fled detective Lancaster caught up to him in a field the person pulled out a gun shot him twice and then stole whether the keys were in it or not stole detective Lancaster's unmarked police car he crashed that car carjacked one person crashed that car carjacked another person stole the car and he was later shot and taken into custody so detective Lancaster Brad Lancaster who served his country before becoming a police officer was a US Air Force veteran who had many combat tours and he lost his life on American soil because someone decided they didn't want to go to jail and they stole a car and yes this is to my people in Florida he stole a car and shot this officer so detective Brad Lancaster thank you for your service Godspeed to you my prayers to your family I love you I love my listeners thank you for listening I will see you next Tuesday 8 p.m. Eastern exclusively on RadioInfluence.com and available for downloads on iTunes. Thank you and good night.
Hey, this is Nancy Alexander, and here's some advice when you're lingerie shopping. Instead of trying it on, just throw it on the floor. If it looks good there, then that means it's going to work. That and more on LOL with Nancy Alexander, a pink bubble in a shit world. And you can find the show at lolwithnancyalexander.com, radioinfluence.com, Stitcher, and iTunes. And if I don't put a smile on your face, your money cheerfully refunded. And by that, I mean it's free and worth every penny.